This episode is brought to you by Westcott, creator of innovative lighting solutions for all photography and filmmaking styles and skill levels. Find out more at fjwestcott.com. You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, Internet? It's Brandon. Oh, my God, it is Brandon. And it's Alex. And we are drinking water. And we're also filmmakers. But oh, we're filmmakers. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot. You've been so long, gone so long. You forgot oh, it. Oh, I have no clue what's going on right now. Anyway. That's crazy. He's back. So, cheers, buddy. Uh, cheers Good to see you, man. Cheers. Yeah. So we're, we're sipping on water today. Um, you are we still are. technically under your fast? Or your your initiative? What'd you call it? Yeah, the initiative. The, the uh, Alex Elkins Health Initiative 2016. Exactly. Yeah. Are you I, still in it? I'm still initiated. How many? How many? What's left on the clock? Uh, to the today? initial commitment what's was it? Was a 30 day commitment, right? It was a a month long. Uh, you could say 30 days. We're yeah. still within the month of October. If I'm going 30, which I, I'm debating, if I'm going 30, <laughs> it's next Wednesday. Okay. Today's Thursday, but. Uh, there's a football game on Sunday, so it, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could end early. I wouldn't judge you if that, if that happened. I might judge myself, though. Yeah. But I mean, it's anyway, up to you. Anyway, it's been almost four weeks. How are you feeling? Like a new man. Really? Yeah. Seriously. Fantastic. How? I've lost like 10, 11, 12 pounds. Really? Yeah. And that's just from quit drinking? Well, and I, I've oh, been the, working the out whole, a little bit. Yeah, the working out, the yeah, running. Eating and less the, grains. The eating less grains. Although we had a pizza the other day. <laughs> You know, there's some slip ups and some. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're human. You're only human. Some looseness to this, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're feeling better. I feel fantastic. How's the mindfulness exercises been? Are you still doing those, or did they trail off? Or no, it's good. Still yeah, working every every evening before bed. It's good. Still working. It helps. I don't know if it's. I don't know what working would would <laughs> entail, but I feel like it's a good thing to do. Nice. So I'm doing nice. it. So you've, have you found that you you've become more appreciative? Of like your life and and things that are happening with you and I to mean, you? if you discount politics, then yes, <laughs> I'm very appreciative of everything around me. <laughs> yeah, any political stuff you jump into these days is a little dangerous. It's just a shark pit. Yeah, like teeth gnashing and yeah, tails gets, whipping. It's dirty. I don't want to go in that. It gets dirty. I want to stay back here on the nasty beach. woman. Nasty woman. Nasty woman. <laughs> Brandon, you're such a nasty woman. <laughs> oh man. Oh, you're a terrible woman because you're a man. Yeah, true. So you are a terrible woman. So, awesome. Mm. Welcome back, by the way. Thanks. Where the heck have you been? (laughs) Well, uh, You left me to fend for myself. Yeah, but the past two episodes have been great. They may have, I think they're better. I think the show's better without me. I disagree. I think they've been good. I don't, I think it's. But I don't think anything beats the original. I don't know. It's it's been good. Uh, no, it was fun. I, it was cool to listen to. Um, actually, caught some of the live stream with uh, Westcott, Brandon, nice. Brandon from Westcott when yeah, I was yeah. out in um, California. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that's fun. I was uh, I was on vacation. I was on vacation, and I've had I think uh, I've been busy planning and, and yeah. doing some projects. But that, in addition to vacation, me and the the fam went out to Disneyland. Well, you started going somewhere else. We were right? going to go to Orlando, and then Hurricane Matthew swept in and was like hey just so you know i may or may not destroy your vacation <laughs> plans but we just didn't want to take that chance i mean you know yeah it probably would have turned out fine um i think the weather after it, it came through was probably beautiful but um you know something funny yeah 
there's another filmmaker that we've had on the podcast. Rudy Harris was yeah he was down, down there. there. Yeah, he was. So the park was closed a couple of days while he was yeah. down there, but they took good care of him. But, we, like sheltered in place. Um, yeah, so it was like a thing. So we just didn't want to get there and like have power lines down and huh. not be able to get from the airport to the park, and we just didn't know what to expect. So we made like a 24 hour pivot. Yeah, um, and basically in a matter of like 45 minutes at the dinner table, we had two laptops open. I was booking all the new arrangements and my wife was canceling the old ones. And Mm. next thing you know, we were like, okay, kids, we're going to California. And they were like, (laughs) what? So my daughter was super pumped because she got to go to Harry Potter land. Which is awesome. Which was pretty cool. I I was, so you know me, I don't like robes. It's not my favorite thing. I'm not Mm. real into the wizard thing. I I appreciate it and support it because my daughter digs it and she's Mm. read the books and I've watched all the movies, you know, with my son and her and, so I I, I kind of get it, um, but it's not like my first choice. Yeah. But I was really impressed with the. You'd Harry... rather go to like Spike Lee Land yeah, or something. Exactly, yeah. Little Brooklyn. Or something. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and so, but I was really impressed with um, with how well it was really done. The art direction of the park at Universal was phenomenal. I mean, just it is in Hollywood. Everything. The the <laughs> you'd hope so. The village, and then the kids did the interactive wand experience. So they they both got to pick out their wand. Oh, you did it. Did the hat shoes or whatever. No, well, they didn't choose any of our kids, but we did that experience. But huh. then they got to buy. You know, we bought the wands. Obviously, yeah. they're crazy expensive, but you can't not buy them. Otherwise, you can't do the the Do-o. deal. Magic. So they, you know, we went to all the windows in the town, and mm. they did their things, and stuff moved, and it was really fun. We had a good time. That's and cool. so, if you haven't been, if you've not been to Universal Harry Potter World, definitely check it out. Um, Just careful how much butterbeer you drink. Oh, that stuff is wicked. <laughs> So sweet. It's like literally liquid butterscotch. Yeah. It's, I know. I thought it was horrible. Is there an alcoholic version? I don't know. Could you like put some bourbon in it if you wanted? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Like some butter bourbon? Yeah, that would mm. that would be good. But we had a great time. I think, you know, if you know, looking at it from a filmmaker perspective, a couple highlights that I really liked were Cars Land in Disneyland, yeah. California Great Adventure Park. They have this ride for car called Cars. And it is awesome. I mean, it looks it, they bring the character. I mean, there's actual, there's an actual mater, and he like talks and moves, and it's awesome. Is it like a 3D thing or no? It's a ride like uh, if if anyone's ever been to Orlando Disney World, they have a, a ride called the Fast Track, and it's like a car. You get in the car and you go around like a racetrack at like 80 miles an hour convertible sort of deal. Yeah, and it feels really fast and fun. So they basically took that same concept but themed it out. So you get on in the car. And you drive through Radiator Springs. Ah, you meet all the characters. Wow. You go through the shop, and then you meet Doc, and then he gets you ready for the race. Nice. And then he, you pull up, and then another car pulls up next to you, and you have an actual race. And the 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 landscape of the mountains and the canyon it just feels so real, and it looks it just you know it's really cool. Art wow. direction is just really really well done, and um, and that was just a lot of fun. So we we really liked that. Um, that was cool. The um, Obviously, you know, classic rides like the Tower of Terror mm-hmm. or just the art direction is just really good, you know, and so that was some of the, the neat stuff. There's, even though they've been around forever. Yeah, yeah, even though they've been around forever. The um, the other one thing that impressed me was I'm not a huge fan of like three, like 3D rides, the 3D, motion 3D stuff. movies. I just, I just oh. don't really get it. Um, and I still kind of feel that way, but I do understand like how it's cool. So we did the Harry big Harry Potter ride which is like you're sitting on this robot arm. 
mm-hmm. that throws you all over the it's weird because you're basically riding a broom right yeah so you're riding a broom you're on this robot arm that throws you around and upside down but half of the ride is practical effects and then the other half is it throws you in front of a giant screen with 3d mm-hmm. glasses so it's kind of a weird thing and every now and again i would get a little sort of dizzy and it would close my eyes just so i wouldn't you know get sick um but that the star tours ride was just a little overwhelming for me like What's the start to it? You, you sit down in a thing, you put on 3D glasses, and then the whole platform is moving and throwing you and twisting you while you're flying 3D. So it's like... Oh, through space. Yeah, it's over- I thought you meant like no, Hollywood space. stars. No. Gotcha. Space. Star it's like tour. overwhelming. Maps of the stars. Yeah, sorry. I jumped back to the uh, <laughs> Disney park. But I really enjoyed like the um, the Transformers ride was pretty yeah. cool. Um, and it, that was pretty neat. Um, the screens were huge. Uh, that that it was an actual physical ride, and you had 3D glasses, and some of the ride was was practical, but then you would turn the corner, and it's just this giant screen, hmm. and it was it was pretty pretty rad. So that was fun. Nice. And um, you know the Indiana Jones ride was awesome. That's a I think a classic Disney ride. It was a lot of fun. It's kind of this weird adventure ride that's not really a roller coaster, not really a. It's just weird. It's kind of like it's Is like that a Universal or a Disney Disney. It's like oh, okay. you're riding a uh, four by four. Yeah. So it was fun. We had a great time. My son had a, had a really good time. He actually, his uh, finale was on the last day we ended up going to Six Flags Adventure or oh. Six Flags Magic Mountain. Yeah. And they have, I think they're like head to head with uh, Cedar Point on the amount of roller coasters. Mm-hmm. And they have a roller coaster that he was he was allowed to ride. He's 52 inches and he only had to be 48. And it's called Goliath. The and big it's one. 255 foot drop, bigger yeah. than the diamond back here in Cincinnati. Hmm. And he had set his mind that he was going to ride it. And I was kind of skeptical, like there's no way he's going to ride this. Sure enough, man, he was pumped. He got it. Me and him, me and him rode front seat. Wow! And he loved it. He was just like, "This is awesome!" Wow! So that was kind of the big finale, and um, it was good. It was a good trip, man. How long did you guys spend out there? We were there. Like two weeks? Yeah, we were there three <laughs> days at Disney, one at Universal, one at Magic Mountain, and yeah. then one day of like kind of hanging out at the beach. Nice. You get the full experience. It was fun. I was That's tired. Cool. I got back. I was tired. So. Yeah. Well, you did a lot of planning and a lot of carting the family around. Yeah. Make sure they stay yeah, safe. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's cool, good. man. We had a good time. So um, you, you did that. You hung out. You got tour of the West Coast theme parks, whole deal. But now yes. you're going even further west and south. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I. Uh, so one of the things that I had to do is when I got back on Monday, I had to drive to Indianapolis to go to the Mexican consulate. Yeah. So the reason I'm going to the Mexican consulate is because you're really a narco. <laughs> yeah. We have a uh, we have a shoot that I'm doing. It's it's kind of a branded content piece that we're shooting down in Tequila. Hmm. So in Halasco, uh, Mexico is the state. And we get to go to uh, one of the tequila distilleries. We're going to shoot the um, the agave fields, mm. the um, hemidors who work in the fields. We're going to talk to the master distiller, the people who own the brand. Um, and so it's really cool. It's going to be really exciting. But I had never directly filmed internationally before. I've had you know hired other people or that sort of thing. But <laughs> this trip, we decided we're just going to bring our gear package. Um, we felt like it was most efficient. So but there's a lot that goes into that. You can't so just even cart it across the border. Yeah. So even though it's a small gear package, we're taking a carry-on camera case that fits in the overhead bin. We're taking the backpack drone, and then we're taking the Cineo Maverick kit, 
which we'll check. And mm-hmm. then we're checking uh, like another kit that just has like stands and a slider and stuff like that. Yeah. So we're only checking two items and it's not a lot of gear, but when you total up the value of it, it's like, you know, 20 grand worth of gear. Mm-hmm. And so with Mexico, if you, if you were to do that, they would tax you pretty heavily. And so we would potentially be liable for like $5,000 in taxes. Yeah. So the the way around it is you use what's called a carne, and it's like this. Carne asada? I don't, like a steak? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, you cook them a steak. No. It's like a series of like uh, paperwork, and basically the carne, there's a, an organization, we're using boomerang carne. They have agreements with like 86 different countries, and basically what they post a bond, and it allows your gear that you're bringing in and bringing out to be duty-free. Mm-hmm. So all we're having to pay for the carne is like $500 for them to process the carne. Nice. So, but in order to do that, you've got to like go through a list of things. You've got to like, you know, prove it, you know, show your passports of everybody who's going, have a complete detailed list of what you're bringing, all the serial numbers, the value of what it costs, what it's for, your schedule, your call sheets, basically all that stuff. Makes sense. And then the other thing that the consulate, because I had initially reached out to the consulate, and they said, yeah, you need to either do the carne thing, and you should, um, we recommend best practice to get a letter from the consulate. Hence, why I had to drive to Indy. Because it's the closest one. The day I got back from vacation to get a letter from the consulate that basically puts their official stamp on all of our documents and, and you know, obviously will give us some goodwill with nice. traveling through. Are you going to meet any ambassadors or anything? <laughs> no, just uh, Jaime. He was pretty cool. I guess he's some sort of an ambassador. Yeah, he's a pretty cool dude. Nice. And um, so, yeah, we're all set. Uh, me and Francisco from uh, our team at Leap, um, he's uh, on the IT team down there, but he speaks fluent Spanish. He grew, grew up in Chihuahua. Yeah. So I got permission to use him. He's going to be my PA slash translator. Cool. So, but we had a great call with the with the team down there in um, Tequila. We've got like our own driver, uh, twenty four hours a day. Wow. Uh, we got a designated suburban vehicle for us and our gear. It's good because you're going to um, be drinking a lot of tequila. <laughs> yeah. So you don't want to be driving. And we've got uh, you know we've just got all the resources that are that are in place to take care of us and keep us safe and nice. Have, so you're shooting on the time. on the C100, the Mark II. C100 Mark II, I'm bringing, yeah, so my kit. Uh, So in the camera kit, we got the C100 Mark II. We got a 50 millimeter lens. We've got a 24 to 70. Some awesome guy sold you that lens. I forgot who that is, yeah. We got a 24 to 70, and we got a 70 to 200. Mm -hmm. All your bases Um, covered. Yep. We have um, the, you know, all the stuff that goes with it, the handle and all that sort of knick-knack stuff, cards, media. So that's in the camera kit. And then in the... Drone kit is all the stuff for the 3DR drone. The Solo. The Solo. And you, um, you're still rocking the uh, GoPro 4? Hero 4. I did a, a comparison with the yeah. new 5, and there's not really a difference. In the image quality or mm, no. specs or what? No, the specs really aren't that different. Hmm. Not enough to justify an upgrade. Interesting. There's some little things here and there, but uh, you know, for the most part, it's, it's pretty much the same. Cool. Okay, so, so the Solo drone with the Hero 4. Yep, and then... Maverick Light. In the Maverick Light kit, we've got the Cineo Maverick and the Cineo Matchbox. Nice. Are okay. all in one kit with a custom Chimera softbox. Cool. Are you bringing any uh, bounces or anything? Any I've got fold-outs? a 30-inch bounce, silver and white. Yeah. And a 72-inch by 40 diffusion. Nice. Because I think we're going to be filming the Hemidors out in the agave fields. Oh, yeah. And if I don't have that, I'm... 
screwed. It's yes. just going to be hot. Yep. So, but the light down, light down there is going to be great. Yeah, Film, should be early morning. Should be sunset. Amazing. It's yeah. going to be beautiful. So, um, the steam rising off the agave plants. Yeah, as man. Axe comes down. Yeah. So that's what's in that kit, and then we have um, your jib, your slider, blue shape uh, batteries, and then in the other case we'll have tripod. Three foot jib, or sorry, three foot slider, seven foot jib, and I'm bringing my genie to get some time lapse stuff potentially. Nice. So I've also got the uh, the five D. Cool body is in the camera kit. It all fits. It's You're stacked. Smart. So we got enough to be dangerous. Yeah, enough to be dangerous. Um, and again, we're just you know we're there. We're shooting enough content to create like a two minute branded content sort of piece for a corporate meeting that really. Has a lot of these the ownership and the master distiller talking about the brand and mm. getting people excited for where it's going, and then we're shooting a we're using the same B, same similar B roll, and then additional B roll shots will be shot specifically for a sixty second uh, brand essence brand trailer type of piece that is really just beautiful poetic copy uh, with B roll. So it's just a place where we can really play and have fun. I'm jealous. <laughs> you should be. I want to go to yeah. Tequila, Mexico and <laughs> yeah, shoot the agave fields. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't be jealous uh, if you saw the the overall budget, but we're excited about the project. I'm not we, we jealous think, about um, that. I'm jealous about the content. <laughs> we think that uh, overall it's it's a great investment, and we're we're proud to be a part of this this company and where they're going. Yeah. So it's pretty That's awesome. cool. It's going to be a, a great experience. A lot to add to the reel, and you yeah. can. Uh, now well, say you've shot in yeah, Mexico internationally, yeah, yeah, international. So and it's good. I mean, I you know I talked to Alex and um, Sarah, and they've both you know Sarah shot in Brazil, Alex has shot in Africa and all mm-hmm. over. Um, Alex Parks and Sarah Hine, they've both been on the show. Produ- they kind of producers confirm that you're doing the right. right yeah, steps. they they said yeah, definitely get the carne and and kind of we, we cross notes and stuff. So nice, it was good. So awesome, speaking man. of Sarah, yeah. you and Sarah are cutting loose. I'm cutting you guys loose on a project. You are. So yeah, we've been um, interesting. Things have been slamming over at Leapframe, so we're at a position where I'm going to be, you know, engrossed in this Mexico stuff. Yep. And we got this other project that came up, and so immediately, obviously, you know, I thought of you guys, and Sarah's been wanting to dabble as a director. That was and yeah. That was what was funny. I really. I get the call, and she's yeah. like, "So I'm producing, but I'm also directing this." Yeah. Work. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> sweet! So, this is gonna be um, awesome." So I've always been looking for an opportunity for to to cut her loose on that, and this project just happened to be great. It has to do with hair and beauty, and she's got some background in fashion. And I thought, man, you know, this is the right opportunity. So I uh, told her, I said, "I'd like you to direct it, and uh, Alex is available." Pick him up as our DP, and then you can kind of build yeah. your build your team out from there. So what's so you, funny you forced is, her into hiring me. <laughs> well, here's what's funny. <laughs> yeah, here's what's funny is that um, because the date got pushed on that shoot, I might actually now be crewed up. Yeah, as a as a grip or or I might hire you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I might actually be working for you guys. And so and I told her I said you know well if I'm available and you use me, I just want you to know that you're the director. I'm not going to. You know, overstep my bounds. Yeah. I'm literally gonna. Speaking of that, can you send me a resume and a reel yeah, so exactly. I can vet yeah. you? So I told her I was like, the extent of what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have my grip tool on my belt, <laughs> and I'm gonna wear all black. Yeah, and I might even pull out like an old, like maybe a kill game shirt Perfect. from being on set. Perfect. And I might start smoking. 
There you go. <laughs> just for just for that day. Just for that day. So be I can an actual be grip. an official grip. <laughs> and uh, every now and again, I look to you and say, uh, "You want uh, want a floppy? You want me to cut a floppy on that? Uh, what do you need? Uh, you know, a little and I'll just want a little say, jam, uh, door jam on that. Sit down. <laughs> sit down, Brandon. You're fine. <laughs> call you when i need so, you yeah yeah that's cool dude so i mean it's, it's gonna be a fun project yeah like you're saying sarah and i have touched base and been going over the details and locations and schedule trying to see if we can fit it into a, a certain timetable yeah whether or not we have to expand so. so and it's i i literally you probably know more about the project than i do probably at this point is, yeah what do you like is it i know it's like a sort of a hair fashion thing yeah so it's more along that line more kind of lifestyle minimal lighting uh it's all about movement and energy. So, and are you just kind of are you like showing women in their hair? Are you showing them getting ready? Are they dancing? Are they, what are they doing? It's kind of yeah, lifestyle, but also focused on the kind of fashion and, and uniqueness of each each person. So, but in relation to a, a hair care, okay, so brand. kind of how their hair is expressive, kind of yeah. That's Everything's cool. still getting fleshed out. The script's getting written. Uh, locations are being decided on. <laughs> so she called today and was like, uh, so uh, potentially the shoot date might push. And if so, yeah. potentially you might only have like a day for the edit. <laughs> and so I was like, are you guys doing boards? She was like, yeah. I was like, done. Give me 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, we talked through everything and we're not yeah. going to be overshooting that much. Well, and I think that's what, you know, if you have boards and you shoot it the way you're supposed to yeah any editor worth their weight i mean should be able to close their eyes and put two, it together two of the of the big projects we've done the, the carnival thing which was one of the first ones we big ones we did and then uc we're both boarded out you had carnival done on the plane ride home that is true and then you had uc done like, like the, the day after day, we were yeah. <laughs> shooting so Shh, don't tell the clients no but I no, I mean rough cuts, you know what yeah, I mean. And then you have to yeah. finesse and work it out. But that's what preparation does. Yeah, it helps. True. Preparation helps. True preparation story. H helps. True story. There you go. So what have you been up to besides hosting this podcast? Well, you shot a, a music video, didn't you? Up with Brad? Did I? Didn't you shoot one with Brad since we last talked? It seems like forever ago, but yeah, I did. You did. We uh we shot up at Ohio HD Studio in Columbus. Uh, it was a Red Dragon shoot. Nice. With super speeds, ice super speed lenses. It was all in black, uh, lots of haze, lots of backlight, yeah, a lot of moving lights, lots of pulsing and flashing, and it's like a rock metal Sweet. thing. Well, you did that, you did the, did, have you, did you do, did you talk about the other thing you did? No, oh, can't talk can. about it yet. The thing, the Nashville thing. <laughs> yeah, the thing in Nashville. That's, that's still uh, Not done. in post, being finalized, uh, going to color. Sweet. Um so yeah, we're, we're we're finalizing that. It's it's going to be fun when I can talk about it because right. it, it was really really unique. But no, you just have to hold on tight and wait. <laughs> uh, other That's than that, good. it's just uh, been getting stuff ready around the house. Been doing a few projects there. Nice redoing the island t- countertop in the kitchen. Redid the window. Just small DIY stuff. Nice. And then selling myself everywhere, as you know me all the time. That's what I do twenty four seven. Yeah, so I, I put out that new reel a while back, the 49-second really short yeah. reel, which I thought was awesome. I liked it. That yeah, was a great way to good. go. Um, added galleries to my website for the narrative projects since I can't put up the full-length narrative pieces. Yeah. Which is just missing kill game now. Yeah, what is the... what? 
you're supposed to be we, in charge uh, of this at this point. Oh, I know. I, I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> I've been in, uh, been in touch with Mr. Dave Gaylor. Uh, you know, everyone's checking in. Everyone's wondering, and it's it's in progress, man. It's in process. Yeah, well, and I don't think people realize the amount of work that goes into, yeah. you know, uh, most of the time in ad world, in a lot of what we're doing, even with music videos, we're dealing with sub three minute pieces of, of work. Yeah. Well, this isn't only a length thing. I'll say that. It's also a passion project that we're having to work into other For free, with free, paid yeah, yeah, yeah. our day job. Right. But what I'm you saying, know? though, is when you move from used to working on projects that are 30, 60, a minute long, yeah. and then you jump up to like 20 minutes. It's a little different. It's a different animal. Like yeah. everything is just like, for sure. It's just a lot to do. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, on multiple levels, like the even sound design and everything, like the, the guys here at Sound Images, you know, it's one thing to do 30 seconds of Foley for a commercial spot. But like you said, a 20-minute piece yeah, going through crazy. every little detail and footstep and knife drop yeah. and coffee cup and blah, 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 blah. It's a little tough. How many, what's the math on that? Who's good at math? 20 divided by 30 seconds? 20 minutes divided by 30 40? seconds? How many? 40. How many 30, 40, 30-second 40, 30 spots? 40, 30-second spots. That's crazy when you think about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's not like they're all the same 30-second spot. They're sure. all different 30-second right. spots. Start from scratch. Wait, why would you do the same same thirty seconds? But I mean, like the times. same, even same style. Like they're all different, <laughs> right? So either way, yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, you wouldn't do the same forty. Right, 30. just making sure you were on the same page. Because I was like, why would you do that? I don't know. Awesome. I meant to get across that there's a lot of work that goes into yeah. it. I uh, I made I made some new friends the other day when I was in Indianapolis. Really? Yeah. The uh, met the surprising. Guys. Yeah, I met the guys from uh, Bayonet. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw your your tweet. Yeah, these guys in uh, India are doing really great work, and they've got a, a documentary that they're going to be putting out. Uh, I don't think they're going to have any trouble getting it picked up uh, by somebody like Netflix. Um, it's about typesetting. Oh like yeah, the old like machines to yeah, typeset. Yeah, absolutely, it looks gorgeous. It's beautiful. I think they have a red epic. Nice, and it's shot beautifully. It, it's colored beautifully. It's great. They were really cool, man. We had, we went. In, I was up there and. Um, and got introduced, and we just had a, a, a quick hang, and, and they were really During your really consulate cool. visit? Well, no, I, I had to stop in. Uh, Leap has an office in Indianapolis as well. Oh, nice. And I stopped in there to say hey uh, to Ryan Smith, who works there. And he introduced me, and um, just cool dudes, man. I'm going to try to get them on the show and promote their documentary and, and talk about it. I think they, they would add some some nice insight. So Dope. They said they would. They said they would come on. It's featured? Featured doc? Yeah, it's it uh-huh. looks really good, man. It That's looks awesome, really good. Dude. Well, yeah, so they, they seem... it'd be uh, great to talk to. They're close neighbors, so you I know. know. See how that their little industry differs from Cincinnati, and absolutely, what's similar. So, speaking of documentary, yes. um, I stumbled across. It's been out for a while, but I haven't watched it. It's Chef's Table season two. Yeah, we watched the first episode. It's awesome. Dude, we haven't gotten into the second episode yet. But no, fr- first that's episode was phenomenal. The the kind of uh, chemistry dude, unbelievable. Oh wow, yeah. The guy that uh, lost his, I, I'm not, I don't want to give it away, but yeah, he had a he had major a mental, struggle. He had a, he had a uh, yeah. What, what do you call it? A health scare. Yeah. He let's just give him that because then they can. That's intriguing enough to watch it. Yeah, they had a health, he had a health scare. He is a chef who lost his ability to smell. No, no, to taste. To taste. He was a chef that lost his ability to taste. Yeah, you heard that right. Go watch it. Episode one, season two, yeah. Chef's Table. It's amazing. He's not a tasteless chef. 
he lost his ability yeah, he, to taste. Yeah, he had it. It's a great chef. He had the taste. Yeah. And then it was gone. Did he get it back? You got to tune in tonight. In. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tune in. Yeah. You got to tune it's, in. Uh, it's a really good one. So, been watching that. Uh, and then I just started another old one. Okay. 2012, The Newsroom. I heard that's awesome. I've seen clips. It's pretty rad. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's by far uh, Kristen and I, my wife's favorite show. Yeah. It's Aaron Sorkin, so it's fantastic dialogue, and yeah. the situations are just great. And it's, uh, what's his name from Independence Day, right? Who? The guy. The main guy. Who? The guy from- Independence the Day? The main guy. Isn't that no. the guy from Independence Day? I don't believe so. Yeah, he's the one who gives the speech about uh, about America. Yeah, Bill Paxton. No, it's it's uh, uh, Jeff Daniels. Same guy. <laughs> Isn't that the same guy? No. They look exactly alike. They look nothing alike. No. One of them on. saved the world, and the other one <laughs> is running a news desk. Oh, man. They're nowhere near the same. Anyways. No, Jeff Daniels is great. He's fantastic. He's like the, the guy that... Yeah. Everyone kind of hates because he's so smart and, you know, doesn't really like people, but then he starts to come around and so you start loving him and yes. it's really cool. Highly recommended. If you haven't seen it, which by this point in time, I think a lot of people have, Yeah, go check out the newsroom. Really That's awesome. Binge-worthy show. There's only like 25 episodes total, so. Yeah, I, it's on my list for sure. Yeah. Uh, what have you been watching, dude? I haven't been able to watch anything. Really? You've been watching your kids ride roller coasters? You know what? I, I take that back. We watched, uh, me and Rach got caught up on New Girl. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's funny. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You just don't like it? Yeah. Just hate it all together? Yeah. Why? Why? What do you like about it? I just think it's cheesy. You just don't get it? No, I, I get it. Funny. I just, I don't know. I'm kind of fed it's up a with little, those situational. It's a little overwritten. Comedies. Like, no one talks the way they talk. Yeah. It's well, you little, could say the same thing for Sorkin. It's a little overwritten. Newsroom. But I do like, um, I do like the one guy, uh, the Nick character. He does he does some pretty good indie films. He's in a lot of them. Is that the like over? Is that the macho guy or the uh, nerdy guy? No, he's the guy who uh, is a bartender. Hmm. I see. I haven't seen enough of it um, to to really know. No, I mean it. It might be good. We we watched episode one and two of the first season. And I just couldn't get into it. Uh, one of my my really good friends, Chewy, I know him and his wife are really into the new girl. They think it's hilarious. Um, I just don't think I spent enough time on Jake it. Jake Johnson. Really? Jake Johnson. He was in... I mean, he's been blowing up. He was in Jurassic World, Let's Be Cops, 21 Jump Street. Jake Johnson? Yeah. And he's been in some cool little indie films, oh, too. Oh, he's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. He's been in some pretty cool little indie films. Um yeah, he's well. funny. No activity. Digging for fire is actually really good. It's this little indie flick. Hmm. Check it out. Digging for fire. I think you'll like it. How do you dig he's, for fire? He was on Drunk History. He was in Neighbors. He was a voice on Lego World. Uh, Drinking Buddies is another little indie flick he did. Yeah, and it's actually pretty good. We'll just put the link out there and people can look him up. So Jake Johnson, check him he's out. He's done some stuff. Cool. So, so you guys have been watching New Girl? Yep. Watch that. Uh, we've been watching the uh, political debates. My, I have a question. <laughs> when does the new girl s- cease to be the new girl? And she's just whatever her name Yeah, is. she's clearly not new anymore. Yeah. She's no longer the new girl. So, but it's still called new girl. Yeah, but you can't change the title. You could. No. 
I don't think you can. <laughs> Why not? I mean, I think that could be a thing. Like <sighs> this is the one show that changed I guess its name technically mid run. Technically, the newest person to the gang would be the Winston character. See, she's chronologically, not, she's not the new girl. She's not the new girl. She's the old girl. She's just she's just there. She's a girl. Yeah, she's a woman. Yes, I'm <laughs> glad our commentary has, 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 has we have elevated our TV commentary at this point. Done. Well done. Anyway, um, anything you're excited about, man? Are you, are you uh, keeping up with the blog sphere? Any new things happening in the film filmish there, world? Yeah, your world. Okay, so there was a, a really cool video uh, that a lot of people have been posting around lately on what was the site called? I forget what it's called, but I'll have to look it up. It's the vintage ultimate vintage lens test. Okay. That a bunch of people put together, um, and they shot. They just shot out in different scenarios all these vintage lenses to show you how the bokeh looks, the out of focus area to show and by you. By a shot out, you mean a shootout? That they shot out. What yes. I'm saying is, is, is it a shootout? You know how UDPs are, where they post videos and you're like. We did a shootout of the such and such blah bitty blah versus the blah bitty blah. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. An ultimate comparison. Nice. So they compared uh, every vintage lens you can probably think of. Yeah. And you can check out how out of focus series look, how did they racks get a hold look. of Jeff Barklage's collection? <laughs> yeah, have? he's he's got a few. There's a DP in town who's like legacy, he's done everything. And yeah. he's I think he owns like all these vintage lenses. Yeah, he's and got that, a I think they got of... stolen cooks and stuff i heard a story they got Did stolen they? and they found them in bollywood whoa there's we need to get him on the show like he's, he's got some stories yeah he would be good yes yeah, somehow he had like massive antique lenses get robbed Which and sucks. they traced serial numbers somehow i believe they like found them in india in india okay that's kind of nuts on a bollywood set wow <laughs> that's awesome. That's kind of nuts. I might be making that up, but I'm pretty sure that's a true story. You might be. Sarah, I don't know. Sarah, Sarah yeah, know. we'll Sarah have to know. we'll have to get him on the show and ask him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he does have. He still has a lot of old vintage lenses. But uh, this one tests everything. Tests anamorphics. Tests spherical. Which now you know the difference. I know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so bokeh, flare, rack, everything, yeah. and they have a whole comparison thing where you can pick four different ones, uh, four different lenses at either wide open or at 2.8 and play them all simultaneously to see how they differ wow. in real time. So you, if you're trying to make a lens choice and you don't have the funds to go out and rent everything, you can kind of do it digitally, which is nice. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like a big nerd fest. So that's out. Yeah, because I'm a big nerd. Um, that's out, and that's kind of cool. We'll definitely post that on Slack. Um, Sweet. But I'm really excited talking about the weapon or the the dragon earlier i'm excited to test out the new weapon the 8k one yeah i don't know if it makes much sense uh <laughs> but i want to i want to do something with it i am more and more falling into the camp of it doesn't matter yeah i know you are so um so you got me to balance you out <laughs> <laughs> so i have a story about i filmed some stuff down in the red river gorge which is like a rock canyon here in kentucky where a lot of climbers go it's a world-class rock climbing sort of gorge area as opposed to a marshmallow canyon yeah here in uh eastern kentucky and some of my best shots were shot on my iphone really (laughs) yes because i had all this gear packing in yeah 
And I just wanted to get a couple simple shots. I got this awesome shot that was like the iPhone at 120, and it was just my hands and shoulders bending my knees simulating a jib. Wow. And it's great. It looks awesome. That's crazy. It looks amazing. Uh, it looks awesome. <laughs> it's t- it's nineteen twenty by ten eighty. It's golden. Oh, do you have the the new iPhone or the? I've got the iPhone six S or whatever. Yeah. It looks awesome. That's crazy. And so, uh, I mean, literally, it's cutting really well with the, all the C C one hundred Mark two stuff. And and yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think anymore I fall into. I forget the guy who he, I think he wrote a book or had a picture book called "The Best Camera That You Have Is the One That's With You." Yeah, it was like a photography oh, thing for sure. Yeah, and I'm just f- I'm just falling more in the line of like it just doesn't matter. Just get it. Yeah. Like it's about telling the story. It's about good content. And oh, yeah. um, speaking of that, you know, on the, along those same lines of the the you know camera that you have with you, Kodak uh, just came out with a new phone. Or I'm sorry, they came out with a new camera that also is a phone. What? So they're putting photography first on the Kodak phone. And it's got like a giant lens on the back. It's made for photography. So it's a phone that happens to be a uh, no. It's, it's a, a camera that camera happens to be a phone. That happens to be a phone. That's weird. Yeah, but it's thin. It's like the iPhone. Yeah. Um, but it's just yeah, made specifically for taking photos and editing photos, sharing photos. Pretty neat. That's awesome. So I, don't, I haven't seen any video examples, but I'm assuming yeah. it's got a little more capability than the iPhone. I, yeah, if you're going to make it a camera first, phone second, it should. Yeah. Otherwise, don't bother. Pretty neat, though. So they're they're realizing yeah. the significance of that, and people are taking yeah, more I mean, photos on their phones, and they're, you know they're not lugging around right. a DSLR. Right, right. So like, oh crap, let's make these pictures better. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's a brave new world out there. It is brave new world. <laughs> but um, so yeah, man, I, it was a that shoot was pretty fun actually. There was because there was a lot of like times we were climbing or in these crevices and it was like you know i don't have time to open this case and build this camera yeah i'm just picturing you like stallone and <laughs> cliffhanger right now yes like one finger off a ledge like holding, snapping a selfie holding my iPhone. <laughs> no that wasn't the case but yeah. we did get some really cool shots um it's for a rock climbing company it's uh, another another brand essence piece cool essence, essence. I like that the essence brand essence so kind of gotta say it like that too. yeah so it's uh that's I don't I don't even have a rough cut on that one yet, but it's coming. Hmm. And I finished up another Brand Essence trailer piece. Really? Yeah, it's uh it's for a company that makes shelving. Wow, you're just crushing it on the Brand Essence trailers. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing: companies don't know they they want it, but when they see it, they want it because they're like, because I've seen it now, I want it. Yeah, because <laughs> it's for them. It's not this you know commercial thing that's trying to sell anything. It's just a piece that really. It's like an elevator pitch for your company yeah. that, that says it's a lot about who, feeling. This is who we are and what we stand for. For sure. And when they hear this beautifully written copy, and you know these gorgeous images of of ma- it makes their whatever they do just look beautiful. Takes it to and a whole new level. So they don't know what to call it, and so I'm helping them, you know, give it a name. And so we we refer to them as brand trailers, you know, because I think to me it's a lot like a trailer for a movie. Mm-hmm. When you see a trailer for a movie, it gives you just enough story, just enough anecdote to say, "Ooh, I want to go see that." Mm-hmm. And that's what these brand trailers do: is you see just enough of the brand and what they do and what they make to go, "Oh, we go check out the website." Call them, yeah, I want to check out the website. So I kind of view it much like that, and um, we're having a lot of success. People are really, really clicking into it. That's great. Brand so, essence. Absolutely. It's got a, so. If you throw an echo effect on it, too. Yeah. Essence. 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 <laughs> Let's do like a slap delay. Like you say it, and then I'll like give it a nice slap delay. Sure. Essence. 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 <laughs>
done. All right, we've lost all anyway, control here. Um, we're not even drinking today. I know. It's just it's just uh, been a while. We haven't seen each other. We're giddy. Our our friendship is intoxicated. Yeah, we're drunk, drunk on love, drunk on friendship, brotherly <laughs> love. Um, what about things in theaters on TV? Anything that Jeez. you're excited for in that realm? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm actually uh, I'm actually signed up. I'm a staff. I'm a volunteer staff writer at this point. What? For for what? <laughs> for Double Sin. Uh, d- uh, Double Sin, which is D-B-L-C-I-N, is a online publication. Um, this guy in town, he's done done it for a while now, covering a lot of like local hip-hop and some other things. Really? And he's wanting to expand and make it a magazine, like a print magazine. Whoa. Like a local zine sort of thing, but uh, expanding upon it. So I'm going to be writing, I'm going to be like a film writer. What? Yeah, so I'm going to be writing. Um, it's it's not real time, so we can't cover like new movies when they come out. But what we can, what I am going to do is cover like, you know, what movies are going to be released on, yeah. you know, for rental or DVD, Oscar season, and then and I'm all also, that, yeah, yeah I'm gonna cover things like Oscar season. I'm also going to cover things like, you know, like uh, like I'll probably write an article on Spike Lee or like director profiles yeah. and allow people who read the magazine to kind of think, oh, maybe I will go back and watch some of those films or whatever. Interesting. So, yeah, it's going to be cool. So my first assignment is actually I'm going to be doing a travel doc narrative on my trip to Mexico. What? Yeah. Dude. So I'm going to be writing this sort of article that, that kind of entails my trip and kind of introduces me, I guess, as a voice so that later on as I write articles about, you know, critiquing film or whatever, that sort of thing. They know um, where you're coming I've from. I've kind of got like a little bit of uh, – yeah. Street cred. I dig it. You know, after you hang with the cartel, you got a little street cred. No doubt. So yeah, it's called, Tequila it's called, cartel. if you want to check it out, it's called Double Sin, D-B-L-C-I-N. Google that. It pops up. Uh, it's on, you know, he's got stuff on Facebook right now. Um, cool. And he's, he's, if you, if you, if you appreciate hip hop and, and more of an urban uh, POV, that's, re- you're really going to like it. Hmm. Um, but once the, it, it all rolls out, I think the print magazine, I think it could be cool. Is it still... In its infancy, is it? Yeah, been it's going like, it on has the not even launched. We're oh. we're turning in our cool our assignments on like November first. Okay. I'm not sure when it prints, but nice. Yeah, I have sounded like fun. Yeah, I don't know. That's Why really not? cool. Why not? So Brandon the writer. Yeah, I'm gonna test the waters. We'll see. Writer, director, editor, <laughs> brand essence maker, man yeah, of many talents. Something like that. That's cool, dude. Oh. There have been uh, a lot of trailers that have dropped recently. I'm gonna mm-hmm. switch it up here. Um, I, like, had, I like the girl. Was it not the girl? Is the girl on the train? Girl on a train. Girl on that the train. That looks pretty intense. Girl from the train. Yeah, it looks intense. Something about a girl on a train. Yeah, it looks really good. There's a girl and a train. Kristen said she read the book and it. She loved it. So okay. that was really good. Um, so she's excited to see the movie. And I like what's her name from Sicario. Yes, Emily, Emily Blunt. Blunt. She's great. Mm-hmm. Anything she's in, she does a great job. So I'm excited for that. Yes. There's been that. There's been the Rogue One trailer or trailers. There's been multiple Rogue One trailers. Yeah, I'm, I'm so over Star Wars. I'm not. I'm so I'm not over it. it. I liked the new one, but after being at Disney for three days, I'll tell you. <laughs> give it a few, give it a few you days. What, and I will piggyback for Rogue One. one two cool things happen in Disney. One, the stormtroopers walk the park and they do not F around. Really? They there's always two of them and they're walking around and they're just like you get off the wall. They're like yelling at people and they're like we maintain and they'll be like 
this park is under the order of the whatever they're called. Wow, the um, empire. The empire, and then like so they just enforcing park it's rules. Intimidating. Like these kids are like there was one little girl climbing on the steps where she wasn't supposed to. Yeah. And these stormtroopers came over and like. And they don't, like, break character and say, oh, I'm just kidding, sweetie. Like, they enforce the freaking orders law. Did and they make her cry? <laughs> I, I, she didn't cry, but it was close. Wow. And then we got in line. Nash wanted to meet Kylo Ren. This was awesome. So we go in, and the way they have these experiences set up, you're the only people in there meeting this the characters. They have it set up. You have a queue. Yeah. And then... Whoever was in there before you leaves, the queue is empty, then they let you in. It's kind of like the Shia LaBeouf art piece where he's crazy. <laughs> so all of a sudden, we're standing there, and they open the door, and here comes Kylo Ren, and he was like, Come over here. Stand right there. He had his and, mask on? Yeah, the uh, whole deal. And so Nash is standing there, and he's like, Nash is like keeping it super serious, and L walks over too, and my daughter, L's 13, Nash is 7. My daughter had on a a shirt with a stormtrooper on it with like a floral pattern. So yeah. it's like kind of a modern interpretation. It's pretty cool. And so he's like, he was super intense in character, walking back and forth, sort of like evaluating them. And he was like, he said to her, he was like, I can see you have chosen the way and whatever. And so he was like complimenting her and he goes, but I will tell you, shh, be wary of the young one. I can sense the force within him. What? And the whole time, Nash was standing there, just like real serious, and it was like, I only—you can only think like his seven-year-old little mind. He was sitting there going, "Oh my God, the real Kylo Ren just said I have the Force within me." Wow! Like, and, That's ba- and basically, he told he told L, my daughter, to be very aware of his power and to not like it was this <laughs> awesome thing. It was like great. That's and so It was really funny, and then um, wow. they both got to meet Chewie, which was really good, and so. Truly. It was fun. Um, yeah. That's cool, dude. It was fun. So it was cool. But anyway, that's my oh. Star Wars add-on. Nice. Do you yeah. have anything for... Uh... And I, ta- I I did have a conversation with Chewie. Really? Yeah. I was, like, walked in the room and I gave in him... In... Yeah. Wow. And he gave me a little something back. It was nice. I don't oh. know what we said. <laughs> you probably like, insulted his whole family. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. Ah, that's great. Yeah. What about uh, what about Wolverine? You got anything for X-Men? No. Because there's an X-Men trailer, or Logan. It's called Logan. Oh, is it? And it's about I, Wolverine. I could never do the X-Men movies. Dude, it's great. Really? I'm so excited for it. Huh. Hugh Jackman as an old Wolverine, like graying, scarred, you know, old hmm. Professor X. It looks great. All right. Really excited for that I one. I like Hugh Jackman. Yeah? Yeah. Hugh Jackman. Those movies are pretty dark. They are. Compared to other That's why superhero I like movies. Yeah. That's why uh, I like now, them. are they DC? Uh, what Marvel? Are they? Uh, Marvel. X-Men. Really? Marvel's X Men. X Men is dark for Marvel because Marvel, as we've had this conversation before, is usually on the more kid friendly light side. Yeah. So. No, I mean they de- they definitely deal with more adult topics. They have a lot of relationship issues, a lot of like world ending yeah. possibility. It's kind of creepy. Nice. But uh, yeah, there's a new trailer that came out. Looked pretty sweet. Um, what else? I haven't seen too many. Uh, there have been a few. I just can't. I can't think right now. Yeah, we've been watching a lot, watching a lot of TV. So, are you? Have you jumped in on Westworld? Oh, Is that's good? that's what I meant to bring up. It's on my queue. When you were talking about not going down to Orlando, yeah. I was going to say something about. Well, we've all seen Jurassic Park. We know what happens when the park power go down. Yeah. You know, scary. But yeah, uh, Westworld is amazing. Is it Ex Machina amazing? 
Uh, is it that kind of sci-fi? It's a mix between like Jurassic Park and Ex Machina. What? Yeah. That's so weird. It's a Michael Crichton story. Yeah. So it was an old kind of cheesy sci-fi movie back in the day. Yeah. The HBO then revamped and turned into a, a dark, gritty series like everything they do. Um, but yeah, so guests visit a park and all the hosts, the quote unquote hosts, are AI robot beings with uh, borderline consciousness. Okay. And it gets kind of out of hand. It's complicated. Gets out of hand as uh, some of the scientists and people start tinkering and seeing how far they can push it. Hmm. Uh, really, really good. Nice. You, I think you would really like it. I've got. I keep an ongoing queue. I don't know if you've seen any of these. I keep a list, and I don't know if, if the listeners have seen these, but um, I feel like they should see them. If that makes sense. Queue. Yeah. Um, where's my queue? TV series. Um, have you seen uh, Money Monster? No. Clooney pick? Uh-uh. Looks pretty good. It's a it's a Clooney and uh, Julia Roberts flick. Yeah, I, I never saw it. It's about the like financial? I think so. Uh, uh, Comet, Holy Hell. The housing thing? Pele. No. Mama no. with um, Penelope Cruz. Mm-mm. The Family Fang. No. Looks pretty cool. Captain Fantastic, I heard, is awesome. Captain Fantastic? Yeah. I hear it's awesome. It's the guy from uh, Silicon Valley. The main dude? No, the bad guy. The bad guy? Yeah, the guy who runs the evil corp. He or runs Huli? Not evil corp, but Huli? Huli. Yeah, Huli. Wow. Yeah, Gavin? It's, like, it's Gavin Belson? I think so, but he, he's like this father, and he's like a hippie, and he, he lives with his family out in the woods. And oh. then like his him and his wife separate, or his wife dies, and it's supposedly pretty rad. Does he become a superhero? No, it's not oh. a superhero film. Uh, the Fitz, which was shot here. I want to see that. Yeah, I haven't seen it Snowden. Which, yeah. Too Late, The Infiltrator. I still haven't seen Upstream Color. Really? No. You need to go watch that, man. I know. That's, uh, you you uh, heard it on the Joel podcast, right? Yeah. He was talking about that? Um, the Lady in the Car with Glasses and a Gun. That's the whole title? Yes. It's a mouthful. And that's like a little indie film. It looks pretty good, actually. The Lady in the Car with Glasses and a Gun? Yep. Wow. The Land of the Enlightened, Lamb. Still haven't seen Spotlight. Still haven't seen Room. Still haven't seen Carol. Mm. Kind of wanted to see Nice Guys, but now I kind of don't. I heard it was a waste of time. Yeah. I heard it's pretty good. Uh, but Hail Caesar, which I'm not really thrilled to watch. See, I love the Coen brothers. Is it I, good? No, I haven't seen it. Um, um, but I heard it was kind of a departure from their, yeah. their typical shtick. So that's it. Cool. Out of everything else in the world, you've seen the rest. The, that's just the those ones are the ones that are on like my list of like I thought yeah. were interesting to check. No. They're in my like queue at, on uh, Apple TV or Netflix or whatever. Queue. And cool. I'm still watching Spike, so I haven't watched oh. one recently, but I have uh, I have them queued up, ready still to go. Going. That's cool. Yeah, it's just, there's just I feel like as I'm doing the director study, like there's just too many films not to watch. So it's going to be like yeah. an investment process. You know yeah. what I mean? Like well, I don't know how many directors I'll get through in a year, but I think yeah, I think it's there's something to be said about well because you're taking studying. time from all the other films to watch all of one director's film. Like if I yes. was doing a, a study on somebody, I would get kind of burnt out on movie watching. I'd be like, ah, eh, I'm not going to watch another one because I just watched right whatever from this director. So I'm not going to go watch a completely separate film. Yes, while my mind's trying to analyze. Spike Lee or whatever. Yeah, whoever. Yeah, 
you put yourself in a rough spot. I, I like it though. It's took good. on a challenge. It's good. Cool. So, anyways, well, that's cool, man. So I guess the next time I'm going to see you is never. <laughs> like when I get, <laughs> I don't know. Like the next, like the 31st. You're not going to see me then because I'll get back on. Uh, I'll get back on Wednesday the 26th late. I'll yeah. be in Louisville, and then we've got a state of the business meeting all day in Louisville on Thursday. Dang! So I can't. I won't be available for podcast. And so I got then, like a whole month. I got to do. Well, and then I'll be back on Friday, but I'm probably going to take Friday off because I'll probably be tired. All right. You and guys then, heard it here. You're <laughs> stuck with me for a full month. And then the next week, no good guests. It's next, just me. The next week, I'll be back. Nice. And um, yeah, I think we got. I got a couple of people lined up. I want to bring on the show. Um, I got a really good writer and creative director who's who's a very much an industry veteran from an agency standpoint. Yeah. So I think it'll be cool to hear from him on what agencies look for when it comes to vendors and video producers. Be a good that's conversation. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So we're going to have him on. His name's Jeff Chambers. Um, nice. So we'll get him on the show. And I think, you know, from what we've heard from a lot of our listeners, they like they really like hearing from the people that work in the industry. Yeah. So I really want to uh, bring on a lot more of the filmmaking community. Well, we still have a lot of positions that we've yet to hit. Uh, we still right. need to have a gaffer. We still need to have a key grip. We still need to have some of the uh, rental house we need a best vendors boy. on. We need a best boy on here. Uh, yeah, of course. We're going to have a best boy. <laughs> yeah. So you can all find out what a best boy actually does. We need to get, we need to get um, them on the jam. But I think something really important that we should strive for here in the near future is to have our friend uh, Christian Schlotman back on yeah there are some really interesting things going on with the cincinnati film community i've heard rumors yeah. of some stuff i'm not going to say any of it because i don't know if it's actually true i want her to confirm it uh but from what i'm hearing i mean we we should be uh expecting a lot more films to start filming since yeah that's great so we need to have her on and, and get the scoop get the oh, inside scoop you know what we didn't talk about uh, uh, your the show you shot the promos for aired right uh, Surviving Compton. Yeah, how'd that go? Did you watch? Mm, I I caught a few minutes of it. I caught yeah. like a, a cut, thing in the you center. Cut your center. In, you cut your promo. <laughs> no, those are, those were on like the month the month prior. <laughs> you were like, oh, promo looks good. Yeah, done. I'm out. See ya. Uh, no, I. Bart, I, did you guys watch? People liked it. No, they shot some. Did they? Yeah. They shot some here, right? October tenth, I think it came on. So like ten days ago. All your yeah. hard work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the people liked it. I mean, yeah. the Twitterverse and YouTube sphere and Facebook land were all going kind of nuts yeah, about it. Yeah, some of the people I know here that were in it were... Yeah, there's talk of cool uh, Dre suing, so that's cool. Yeah, evidently they made some pretty harsh claims against him. Yeah, like uh, physical violence yeah. and all sorts of stuff. Um, they would, got in there. I would not want to be on the other end of a Dr. Dre lawsuit. He's like a billionaire now. I feel like he is lawyered up like beyond He's belief. a billionaire. Yeah, he's, I think he's a he's boss. Close. He's boss stat. No, he's billionaire status. He's yeah, boss. He, he sold beats for like a billion or something. I don't know if he's a billionaire. He's probably a a six hundred millionaire. Yeah, he's got a lot at of at least. He's he's got money. Yeah, for sure. Either way, uh, but it came out and people liked it. I didn't get a chance to see it, but uh, I did work on it. Not it, but I worked on the promos. Those yeah. turned out cool. They're up on the site if you want to check them out. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of using those and a, and a few other promos like the UC project to, to pitch and, and try to catapult upward, get the stuff, land the deals, gotta get it, gotta land those deals. 
Well, I was excited. Uh, what I did catch on the Westcott show was pretty stoked to hear about that giveaway. Yeah, I was can I on. enter to win? <laughs> Since I no. wasn't hosting no, on cannot. the show, can I enter to win? We're like McDonald's here. I would like to have that. Family and friends it's are not a Cine Scrim Gym kit, right? Scrim Gym Cine kit valued at, I think, $430. It's like a four-foot kit? It's like a four-footer, right? Yeah. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. 48 inches. You could use that to uh, make a book light, right? You could. Yeah. So it comes with uh, bounce and diffusion. Nice. Pretty neat. Uh, I'd say it's absolutely worth it. Uh, yeah, it's like 500 bucks. Yeah. Pretty close. So if you want to get in on that action, you know you, the last episode you actually left out something. What did I leave out? You left out the tweet at Westcott. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah, You're right. I, I did. You did. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, I'm looking their thing up right now. People know how to do it. They've figured it out. By right this now. point, listening to the show, they know what to do. Um, but yeah, speaking of that, I guess we should let's outline it again. Sorry, you yeah, have so to do three things in three order things. to win this. You need to tweet. You need to tweet at Westcott Co. at W E S T C O T T C O. Yep. At FDB Podcast. That's us. And hashtag FDB Giveaway. Yep. Three things you'll be entered to win. We'll put your name into a uh, program that Brandon has. That's right. That uses some form of artificial intelligence to pick a winner. Yeah. I think it's based on like how good of a person you are or something like that. Right. Absolutely. Um, but but as, it works. Of, as of now, your chances of winning are, I believe, pretty good. Yeah. Right now, we, we have not seen a flood of entries just yet. So Okay. You still uh, got time, too, by the way. Yeah. I mean, this isn't going to be drawn until Halloween Day. Yeah. The 31st is right. when this gets drawn. So you've got 11 more days. Yes. And you have to be in, contact, in, in costume to win because it's <laughs> Halloween. You're out of control. So definitely sign up for that. Uh, go online, ftbpodcast.com. Join up on the Slack group. As always, we love yeah. chit-chatting with you guys on there. Um, I'm going to be releasing some awesome internal documents to the Slack group. Whoa, like you, WikiLeaks? Yeah, I'm going to WikiLeaks. Ooh, Brandon Leaks. Some Brandon Leaks. Uh, so join Sounds up. like a uh, medical problem. <laughs> <laughs> join up on the group. Join up on the group. Brandon's and, leaking. Uh, get, get in on that action. And always follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at FDB Podcast. We haven't been as active recently. We've been busy filmmaking Actually, my filmmakers. The last post on the FDB Instagram was a selfie of me. <laughs> nice. Excellent. So, I don't do that often, yes, but when I do. Stay tuned. I'll probably be tweeting and posting some stuff from Mexico. Ooh, um, you said it right. That's yeah, cool. So that'll be cool. Say it again. Mexico. Nice. Como esta? Oh, estoy bien. ¿Y tú? Oh, mi muy, non muy español. Talk to me as translator, Francisco. No, hablo español. You need to learn feel, a few I things before you racist go. racist right now. <laughs> you need I feel to a little racist. I don't oh, – our fake accent, I feel a little no, – like, no, no, I don't no, know. No. I feel like Trump did the other night when he tried to say hombres. Oh, God. That was that was cringeworthy. Oh. Um, you need to learn a few sayings before you go, though. Yeah, I mean, I have Google Translator. But that's not a real thing. I mean, I got a few things I'm learning. Siri will always lead you down the wrong I'm path. I'm actually inspired by this trip, to be honest, and I've – I have. Do you yet, order the Rosetta Stone? I've yet to make this claim – but I'm going to make it now. Huh. 2017. Fluent in German. By the end of 2017. Yeah. I will be bilingual. Really? And by bilingual, I will mean I will, 
I will know everything that Rosetta Stone has to offer. So you'll speak both Cincinnatian and Chicagoan? <laughs> no. But I'm going to put in the work, and you know they recommend, I think, like 10 minutes a day, but I'm going to put in the work. 10 minutes to learn a language? <laughs> It sounds ridiculous. Well, it's not a full language, but you know enough to get around. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna purchase the Rosetta Stone for Spanish, and they like have an like hour. they have like tons of um of chapters and all stuff like that. But I'm I'm gonna. Yeah. There's no reason. Why wouldn't I? But are you gonna learn Spanish? We're gonna learn Spanish. Nice. That's a smart one because we're there's more and more uh, Spanish speaking people in our community. Absolutely. I'm gonna learn it, and uh, the other it's thing vital. too is my. I think it's gonna be cool and encouraging. My daughter's in Spanish right now. Yeah, and I just I think why not? It's kind of cool. I, we're never too old to learn. Well, you know, at your advanced age, your uh, brain is a lot less able to pick those things up. I know. Yeah. So, and I had a horrible Spanish teacher. Sorry. Well, let me take that back. Miss Cartwright, you were cool. Miss <laughs> Parker, you were cool. If you're listening, which would be weird, but if you are, I liked you as a person. I don't feel that your teaching mechanisms were <laughs> effective. Wow. Let's right. just get that, that out. That in the seemed open. genuine. Let's get that out in the okay. open. Uh, so I am. I, I just it's something, you know, uh in, That's in cool. Usually when I set a goal, I get it done. You're really good about that, actually. So I usually yeah. I kinda get it done and um so yeah, I just I thought it'd be cool. So obviously nice. I don't have time to be ready for this trip, but I think um it's been fun to inspire yeah. me. So I think I'll go and get inspired and really you know, fall in love with it and then come back home and start start hitting it. Sweet. We can practice. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Well, very cool, dude. All right. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Welcome back. Yeah. Thanks, excited. man. It's good to be back. Too bad. I was, I was excited next week to uh, to share a bourbon with you. But, Sorry. Uh, you're gone for well, like- I, I would make one request. You're gone to like next January My request is that in honor of, of where I'm going to be, that you drink tequila. Ooh. And I actually have- um, Bourbon barreled tequila. I have some. I yeah. don't know if I can get it to you by then. If you swing by my house, <laughs> I've got a bottle, a really it. nice bottle of Lunazole. It's a Reciprado, Reciprosso double barrel. Reposado. Reposado aged in bourbon barrels. And nice. It's, it's pretty good. I would. That sounds delicious. I'm a big tequila guy. So yeah, I, I would dig that. Well, All right, cool, dude. Awesome. Uh, yeah, for our listeners out there, we actually do have, uh, I know it doesn't seem like it from our conversation. But we have a whole list of fantastic guests that are uh, just waiting to come on the show. So yeah, stay well, tuned. We have a finicky crowd, though. If we have too many guests, they get upset. If we yeah. don't have enough, you guys are, they want more. You guys are picky, you know? No, I'm kidding. So. Uh, no, we. I think we've struck a nice balance between uh, the kind of vendor type giveaway thing and the industry professional thing. So yeah, we got to do this every week. We got to talk about something. Oh, we will. <laughs> this was good. This is a really right, good one. Man. It's uh, been good. Anyway. I will uh, see you guys when I uh, get back from Mexico. And, Everybody wish uh, Brandon good luck on the Slack group. Yeah, and if you're if you're listening right now and you're in Guadalajara or Tequila and you're a fan of the show and you're a filmmaker, by all means, reach out, uh, tweet at me, and who knows, we could uh, maybe grab some tequila. If you get enough uh, feedback, you should have a, a bourbon meetup down there. Hey. FTB meetup. <laughs> tequila meetup. You can just Skype me in and yeah. I'll be there with you. So uh, yeah, if you're if you're jamming in Guadalajara, it's a big city, a lot of film work, I assume. Um, hit yeah. me up. So cool, dude. Well, right. good luck in your travels, and uh, I guess I'll see you when I see you. Cheers. Cheers. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. 
Find out more at soundimages.com.